are Unseen Artists, and we are giving the stage to underrepresented voices. I'm Courtney. And I'm Noelle. And today is a bonus episode where (laughs) we are getting together and talking about Tony nominations because in just a few short days are the Tonys. Yay! Woohoo! And we actually get to watch them. I know. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah. So we're just going to break down some categories. This is just a very quick little touch into the Tonys. Obviously, we have more to say, but we're just going to briefly touch on it here. First up, Best Book of a Musical. Nominees are Angelia, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. And now it's so interesting think- because I have seen four out of five, so I haven't seen Shucked, so you'll have to speak on that. But um, it's interesting because New York, New York, and Some Like It Hot both came off of movies, and then Anne Juliet is new, and Kimberly Akimbo is a like redone version of a play that he had already written, you know. So, and I I believe Shucked is, is brand new yeah. as well. Yeah, Shucked is brand new. So it's, uh, it's, there's a good variety here, I think. I agree. And I'm almost sure in my heart of hearts that Kimberly Akimbo is going to take this one. It's just... Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I kind of think some like it hot. And it's the one of, I haven't I'm, seen. I'm rooting for some like it hot. Oh yeah, you haven't seen it, you haven't seen the movie, so that's why. But if you had seen it and seen the movie, then I think you would be on my side. (laughs) Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, All right. Okay, so best original score, music and or lyrics written for the theater, Almost Famous, Kimberly Akimbo, K-pop, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. Um, I just want to say that it's a real tragedy that K-pop closed so early and it's nominated for a Tony. Like, we should have seen it for much longer than it was here. Just well, I want to say it's not a tragedy that was nominated for Tony. <laughs> no, 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 no! It's a tragedy I, that I know closed that. because it's nominated for Tony. <laughs> I know that's not what you meant, but it's the way that it came out. So I just wanted to clarify. Yes, but no, yeah, um, no. no. I wish, um, I wish that I knew more about K-pop because I was really interested in seeing that, and then it closed like really fast. And yeah, it's interesting. Again, Almost Famous, Sound Like It Hot, both uh, based on films. And so new music written. Um, I didn't see Mm -hmm. Almost Famous, but um, again, I have seen Sound Like It Hot and then Kimberly Akimbo. And so that'll be it. I'm very curious to see what happens with this category because um, I think it could go, I think it could go anywhere. Depends on kind of what what the voters are looking for. Yeah, I'm also very curious. Um, but I also like Shucked had some really good. I was very impressed with its music. So it like, while I've only seen Kimberly Akimbo, I think it is well deserved to be in this category because once you see it, you'll see that the music is not what I would have expected, and it is just incredible. Um, okay. yeah. So I don't think it's gonna win just because it is up against the Kimberly Akimbos and some like it hots of the world, but. I think it's well-deserved as a nominee. I will say for some like it hot, they do a really good job of making the music um, match the time in which it's supposed to take place, but it's 
uh, but it was written recently. And so that's kind of nice about that for the music. Yeah. I think they did a really good job with that because it's kind of hard to do. I think sometimes we don't, we don't see that. So yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Um, next up, we have best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. We have Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the second, um, from Top Dog Underdog. I hope I said his name correctly. Corey Hawkins from Top Dog Underdog, Sean Hayes from Goodnight Oscar, Stevie McKinley Henderson between Riverside and Crazy, and Wendell Pierce of Arthur Miller's Death of a Sussman. So. I think it's like you couldn't have done anything else, but I think it's almost a tragedy that uh, Yaya, uh, Yaya, Yaya, and Corey were both nominated against each other because and that sort of happens like they're really two leads you can't do anything else about that but it's like they're both so incredible and I saw that show the very first preview the first night of previews and I had a friend who worked on that show and like once they opened he was like they've gone like leaps and bounds from that first night and I was like they were a hundred thousand percent on that first night like they were incredible so I wouldn't be surprised for it going to either of them but I almost feel like like how do you pick one over the other so I almost feel like it's like neither of them are going to win because how do you pick one um but when I hear was the last one of the last showings of it maybe the last week of it I saw it and I agree they were absolutely incredible um, Wendell Pierce deserves everything and more in his entire life. Um, for those of you who are unaware, he used to come into the bar I worked at almost every night, and he is the kindest human. And so I want him to have everything. He also did an incredible job. And yeah, so he, was he am- also deserves amazing. it for his acting, not just for his personal existence. But um, I I think it's going to come down, and I think Sean Hayes is going to get it just because of the name. And I have heard really great things about Goodnight Oscar. I just haven't seen it. I want to see it too, I and I haven't seen it yet, so we'll have to go see it. But absolutely, yeah. and then neither of us saw Between Riverside and Crazy, so I don't. I, don't I heard good any. things about it. I did. I, I heard a lot of good it. things. Okay, best performance <laughs> by an actress in a leading role in a play: uh, Jessica Chastain for Doll's House, Jodie Comer for Prima Fasci, Jessica Height, Jessica Hecht for summer of 1976 and Audra McDonald for Ohio State Murders. And we all know how I feel about Queen Audra. <laughs> but Jessica Chastain, oh, I think this is going to be a difficult category because I've also heard amazing things. I've heard amazing things about everybody in this. And then I've seen 50% and I thought they were both amazing and I can't choose between them. So I don't know how anybody is going to choose. I think I'm it's I definitely think it's a very hard category. Um, I did not hear about summer 1976 until like a week and a half ago. Like I did not know this play existed, but I do know um, Jessica, and I know I don't remember who else is in it, but the other actress I also knew her, um, and I thought that it sounded really good. But yeah, I mean, between I've only also seen Jessica Chastain and Audra McDonald, and. I feel like Jessica Chastain is going to pull it out because she was more talked about. Um, but in the deserving of a win, it's too hard to tell. Was she more talked about, though? Or is it just that we've heard about her more recently because Ohio State Murder is closed? 
you know, in January. It's been months. That's the thing too, is a lot of shows like to stay open until the Tony stuff because um, sometimes they get forgotten. Yeah. And we, there's a few shows that we'll talk about as we go on of things that closed. Uh, and so we'll see, but I don't know, because last year, um, what do you, the, the trilogy one had closed much before the Tonys. Yeah. The lemon trilogy. And it still won a bunch of stuff. So you never know what's going to happen. So we'll see. Yeah, I was concerned Hot Dog Underdog was going to be one that was forgotten. And then it did get, it got nominated for some awards. So I was very pleased to see that. I'm Um, glad it wasn't forgotten because it was great. Next award category is Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role in a Musical. And the nominees are Christian Borle from Some Like It Hot. Jay Harrison Gee from Some Like It Hot, Josh Groban from Sweeney Todd, Brian Darcy James, Into the Woods, Ben Platt from Parade, and Colton Ryan from New York, New York. I this is another hard category. Only seen one of these. <laughs> oh, I've, I've only seen, seen New York, New York. I've seen all except Sweeney Todd. I just want to touch on this really quick, and I'm sorry if I upset anybody by it, but I feel like Josh Groban was nominated because he's Josh Groban. Because what I've heard, and I haven't, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but what I've heard from all of the reviews and stuff, and we know how I feel about reviews, but what I've heard so far is that, like, the show is good, like, the show's great, and everybody's really good, and he's fine. Like, that's what I've heard. Um, That's also what I've heard. And I've heard that from people. that's what I thought when I heard, when I saw it announced anyway, is like he, you know, he's a, an amazing musician, a really great singer, but he's not really an actor. And so Sweeney Todd is very like acting part. So I'm really curious. I would like to see the show, but I haven't seen it. Um, Christian Borrell, of course, is amazing. I am a huge, like I'm rooting for Jay Harrison Gee. It's interesting because this is one of the things I want to touch on just real quick um, without going too much into detail about it. But uh, right now we just have best actress and best actor uh, for things. And so when we have non-binary actors, and we'll touch on this again, because I know we have um, Alex Newell from Shucked as well. But when we have non-binary actors, they are asked to choose which category they want to be put into and I just think that's like a rough spot to put people into yeah so um I'm hoping that maybe we can change something soon because I know that one of the arguments against making it just like best actor general best you know uh you know best whatever um just between playing musical and have everybody put in the same category is that there's fewer awards um but I don't know, maybe we should, instead of combining them, we should have a third award and have it have be- Have a third award and general. cast more non-binary cast members. And I just feel like we shouldn't be in a place in 2023 where we're making non-binary, like that's the whole thing of like letting them, letting them come out and be who they are publicly- we shouldn't be forcing them to choose a binary. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but that's the thing. So like, we also had the actor from Anne Juliet who chose to not be considered. They wanted to take themselves out of the running rather than uh, choose. And so like, is 
that where we want to be also like, and, and I, I totally stand behind that, that answer, you know? And so it's, it's kind of rough because it's like, do you say, you know, what is more important? And like, to me, I feel like awards in general are not, they don't mean that much. They don't say whether or not you're a good actor. They don't say whether or not you're a good director or whatever. They don't, they don't really say that but they, they hold a lot of weight with people um, and they mean a lot to a lot of people. And so it's, it's hard to force people to be like, well, it doesn't really matter, you know, when it really does matter to a lot of people. So I just wanted to touch on that just real quick. Yeah. Ben Platt is is incredible in parade, just so incredible. Um, Colton Ryan is incredible in New York, New York. He plays multiple instruments um, on stage. He's, um, amazing. And then Brian Darcy and into the woods. Oh my gosh. Like he uh, was so good. And so, um, yeah, this is another hard category because there's just so many really, really talented and, and not that people who aren't talented are nominated, but like, it's, it's really hard to choose the strongest, I think in this category. So, yeah, I think that's very fair. Um, and like I said, I've only seen New York, New York and, um, I have so many things to say about Colton Ryan, but I will save that for our New York, New York episode. Um, Because yeah. I have a lot of things to say about him too. Um, okay, best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. Annalie Ashford for Sweeney Todd, Sarah Bareilles for Into the Woods, Victoria Clark, Kimberly Akimbo, Lorna Courtney, and Juliet, and Michaela Diamond for Parade. Um, I just have to start by saying as much as I loved all of them again, I haven't seen Sweeney Todd, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about Annalia Ashford in it. Um, Sarah Brillis, Sarah Brillis knocked my socks off in Into the Woods. And I don't know if it's because I just assumed she wasn't an actress. I was like, oh, she's a singer. Oh no. I didn't realize she was like an actress. And so when I went to see it, I was just blown away. She was incredible. Um, Everyone was incredible in that show, but like she really knocked it out of the park for me. Um, And even after like Stephanie J. Block was incredible as well, but like, I'll take Sarah Bareilles any day. So, cause I I did end up seeing it twice. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's, wow. That is one of my goals in Broadway is to see Sarah Bareilles live because I just have only heard incredible things and I haven't got to see her in anything yet. I tried to catch her when she was doing her stint in Waitress right before it closed. And then of course I tried to catch into the woods and it's just, we just were shipped passing in the night. So we'll see one day, maybe. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've only seen Victoria Clark and she did an incredible job. I'm not sure she's going to, when the Tony being up against these other categories, because I do, I've only heard amazing things about Annalie Ashford. Like if I had to go by just what people have said to me about these plays, I would say she's going to get it. But like, yeah. obviously I know all of these people are very talented. So yeah. Michaela Diamond one. is incredible, um, incredible person, incredible performer. Um, she does amazing. Um, and Lorna Courtney, you know, I saw Angelia. You haven't seen it yet, but she. She's um, lovely though. I've met her. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's amazing she's very very talented and so I'm really excited to see more from her too yeah so uh next up we have best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play we start with Jordan E. Cooper Ain't No Mo Samuel L. Jackson August Wilson's The Piano Lesson Ariane Moyad A Doll's House 
Brandon Uranowitz, Leopold Stapp, and David Zayas, cost of living. So I saw all of these with cost of living. And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard to go against Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson. And well, honestly, that's my I thought, would... too. Yeah. And honestly, out of the people I saw, I mean, I, I really think Arya Moya did an incredible job in A Doll's House. And yeah. I think that's hard to beat. But I also think all four that I saw did an incredible job with what, like, with their role. So, yeah, I think everyone was incredible. Um, I definitely think, I don't know, I'm leaning on the side of Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, just that's what I, how I think it's going to go. Uh, but mm-hmm. he he was incredible in that role. That was such a good show. And I'm and that's another show. one that I'm saying, like, I'm really glad that it wasn't forgotten in, mm-hmm. you know, having closed so long before the Tony noms it was came a out. Short run. Yeah, it was uh, 10 weeks, I think. Or, no, I mm-hmm. think it was 16 weeks. Was it 16? Okay. It was short. I didn't remember how long, but but yeah, it it was it was quick. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad we got to see it. I'm uh it was incredible. So uh yeah and then best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play nikki crawford for fat ham crystal lucas perry for ain't no mo miriam silverman for the sign in sydney brewstein's window katie sullivan in cost of living and cara young in cost of living and um i guess i will just start by saying that if crystal lucas perry does not win <laughs> i will riot i have you said have this <laughs> they said since we walked this. out of the show <laughs> We walked out of A No Mo, and I was like, if Crystal Lucas Perry doesn't get the Tony, I will riot. And I still stand strong and for- firm in that position. She, I think that's oh my God. Great. If you didn't get to see uh, Ain't No Mo, and a lot of people didn't get to see Ain't, Mo, Ain't No Mo because it was cut one. way too short, um, everyone was incredible in that show. Don't get me wrong. But Crystal Lucas Perry. Every time she came on the stage, it's like you only knew that she was the same person because you knew who everyone else was and she was the other one. Like she looked so different. She sounded so different. And like, that's what acting is. I get that. But it's so hard to jump into all these different roles in on such a spectrum and really give the emotional performance that she gave in every performance like I and she had some of the like heaviest I think roles Mm -hmm. in that show and um yeah it was it was just incredible I said it I said it then I'm saying it now I will riot if a riot starts, it's me over this. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% agree. I mean, I've only seen Fat Ham and Ain't No More. Not that Nikki Crawford didn't do incredible, no, but amazing. Crystal Lucas Perry was something special. And like, not to take away from this category, but that show had some of the most insane like costume change time and like build over and like that those cast members, like, were insanely incredible like with what they were able to keep up with doing this night after night sometimes twice a day like those were really fast transitions and for them to be mostly on the stage all the time like so yeah no she definitely deserves it absolutely quick shout out 
to the dressers on Ain't No Mo and the hair, uh, like the wig mm-hmm. people on Ain't No Mo, you did an incredible job. Like, thank you so much because that could not have been easy. Um, yeah, they're, wow. I have, I've seen some real quick changes. I've done some real quick changes <laughs> and just that, that, that blew me away. Um, so thank you so much to those dressers, to those wake people. You really, you deserve the Tony yeah, also. For sure. Yep. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Kevin Cahoon, Shucked. Justin Cooley, Kimberly Akimbo, Kevin Aguila, Some Like It Hot, Jordan Donica, Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, Alex Newell, Shut. So I have not seen Some Like It Hot or Camelot. Um, but Camelot also just came out like a few weeks ago. So like that was fast. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to go see it yet. I um, have not seen Camelot either, but I have seen Some Like It Hot, as I've said. And yeah, I know. And uh, Kimberly Kimbo, I mean, Justin Cooley did great. It was their yeah. debut. He did an incredible job. Kevin Cahoon did a great job in Shucks, but my God, put Alex Newell on a stage and you cannot do any better. Like, they are just so incredible. And my favorite thing about them is like, aside from how well they act, it's like their big personality. I will never forget the first time I met them at the bar they were like I have some like the show hadn't even come out yet it wasn't even in previews they were like "Mm, we've been rehearsing this is what we're doing these are some of the craziest lines I have and they just started like spewing lines at me from shocked it's just so funny and then like seeing it in context because we got um to go see it a few weeks later and it was just that show is one that caught me off guard in a good way because I expected it to be kind of like punny and kitschy and like a comedy but like it also had incredible music incredible acting and the writing was like better than I would have expected and so I I would give that one to Alex Newell just based on I I have heard nothing but good things about Alex Newell um so I think that that's probably where it's gonna go um I love Justin Cooley uh Kevin Delagila oh my god um so good in that part um but yeah I think just from what I've heard from the sort of the feedback I think Alex Newell is probably going to take that one and I really want to see shut so I'm gonna have to have to go I know I'm gonna have to figure that out there's too many shows I know they're going so fast they're all (laughs) short they're all going they all opened at the same time I'm trying so hard to see everything I know I know I feel like we've we've got a good dent though we've made a good dent in the shows <sighs> yeah um no. okay and then for best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical julia lester in into the woods ruthie ann miles in sweeney todd bonnie milligan in kimberly akimbo natasha yvette williams in some like it hot and betsy wolf for Anne juliet and again i've um, only seen kimberly akimbo Again, I've seen all of these except Sweeney Todd, and all <laughs> of these women were incredible. Julia Lester uh, was uh, Little Red and did a like a, a really good job of that sort of like sexy, sultry, uh, but funny 
uh, mm-hmm. Little Red. And so that was great. Bonnie Milligan, I feel like is that is the big name. We talked about this before. Yeah. Um, so I sort of see it maybe going to her. But Natasha Yvette Williams for Some Like It Hot, like, wow. From movie, and we'll we'll talk about the show more uh, once you are finally able to see it. But the her part, the, that part in the movie is like a side character. And it's like more of a main character uh, in the in the musical and like fleshed out a lot more. And I think that um, they did a really good job with that and that she is so incredible, so powerful. She I I had I felt this way when I saw it just in workshop hearing her sing and the presence that she had. I was so drawn in by her. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of hoping for her and like Betsy Wolf was incredible as well, but like, I'm, I'm really hoping for Natasha, but I kind of think it's going to be Bonnie, you know? Yeah. I'll get that. Um, yeah. So best scenic design of a play, Miriam Buther from Prima Fasci, Tim Hatley and Andre Golding, Life of Pi, Rachel Houck, Goodnight Oscar, Richard Hudson, Leopoldstadt, and Dane Laffrey and Lucy McKinnon, A Christmas Carol. Another one that didn't get forgotten. Again, this is I also something where we show. have only seen one of these. <laughs> yeah. And I don't I don't know a ton about Life of Pi in general. I haven't read the book or seen the film or anything. I think Leopold Schott served to get nominated, and I would like it if they won, but I haven't seen the others to compare it to. So, you know. I don't know. I find it interesting. And again, I can't speak to most of these because I haven't seen most of these, but I feel like we've seen some really good sets. Uh, Mm -hmm. The set for the piano lesson. Mm -hmm. Two levels and like a a front and a back and sort of seeing these different areas. That was incredible. Like the way that everything was designed for that. And so... I'm sort of shocked that that wasn't nominated. And then I feel like the set for Parade was done really well. There are multiple levels for Parade and uh, Michael Arden used them incredibly for all of these different things. And so, yeah, that's, um, so I'm a little bit like, why weren't those nominated? But but yeah, so I'm interested to see what happens with that. And I'm interested to see uh, more from that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, parade is a musical. I'm so sorry. We weren't. Yeah, in, we were right. We weren't in the right category yet. But parade also wasn't nominated. So, yeah, we'll just whatever. Best scenic design of a musical, not parade, <laughs> but Beowulf for it for New York, New York, New York. Uh, Mimi Lean for Sweeney Todd, Michael Yergin and Fifty Nine Productions for Lerner and Lowe's Camelot. Scott Pask for Shucked and Scott Pask for Some Like It Hot. I guess I will start by saying I'm a huge fan of Beowulf for it. And he seems to be like the kind of go-to designer lately for a lot of stuff. He also designed, shout out to anyone who saw this, Murder on the Orient Express at Paper Mill Playhouse, which Mm -hmm. I have season tickets there. So I saw it. Um, He also did POTUS last year. Um, And he won it last year for the scenic design, right? yeah for a different show not for POTUS though but for for something no yeah I can't remember but no he's incredible and all of his sets are so different which is amazing um and so yeah New York New York love that set it's done so well 
Um, and then I'll also say for Sun Like It Hot, I think Scott Pass did an incredible job transitioning to the different areas and the different parts and the fly-ins and the fly-outs and all of that. I think that was all done really well. So yeah, I'm interested to see what happens here, but also maybe Parade should have been nominated. <laughs> I um, I think New York, New York was an incredible set job um, for sure. I think that's probably who I would go with. Um, I love Shucked, don't get me wrong, but the set design was a little more... A little more simple than I would expect for something nominated for a um, scenic design just because it was I mean there weren't really there weren't really levels it was a lot of like typical what you would expect from like scene movements like you roll in a stage and then you roll it out and then you have like something blocking while you roll some, like it just all felt very like normal I guess whereas I feel like with New York New York it was just all over the place you never knew what you were going to see next and each scene like had something incredible different to it. And so just based on the two I saw, I I personally would go New York, New York. I think it was an incredible job. Best costume design of a play. Tim Hatley, Nick Barnes, and Finn Caldwell for Life of Pi. Dominique Fawn Hill for Fat Ham. Brigitte Reifenstuhl for Leopold Stott. Emilio Sosa for Ain't No Mo. And Emilio Sosa for Goodnight Oscar. I really want to see Life of Pi because it keeps getting nominated. And I read the interview from the guy who's the star in it. And the playbill, <laughs> I just really want to see it now, but I have no opinion on it because I haven't seen it. And um, I heard it I was thought, great. Yeah, I've, I, yeah, I've heard it's really good. Um, that him was fine. I don't think it was anything that blew me away costume design wise, but I think that it was end of well the show. Done. End of the show, yes, the very like yep. final scene. But if you're looking throughout, I mean, Leopold Stott the whole time, I felt like they did a great job with costuming, um, which period. Let's talk it's about on Monday. Period. Um, yeah, and then Ain't No Mo, I mean, we just talked about how incredible costume design was, and now, like, they, yeah. I mean, they were in-depth costumes sometimes, too, being done so quickly, like, so I, I'd probably personally give it to Ain't No Mo. Um, there is something like, to be said for in making incredible, incredible looking costumes that can be quick changed easily because right. that is not something that can be done easily necessarily right. um and so yeah i think i think that was good i think leopoldstadt did a good job with their you know time periods and shifts and and things like that too and so um and that can be really difficult you, it just takes a lot of research so yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah. i haven't seen goodnight oscar yet but um, and then best costume design of a musical, Greg Barnes for some like it I lied about. Yeah, it's fine. Susan <laughs> Hilferty for Parade, Jennifer Moeller for Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, Clint Ramos and Sophia Choi for K-pop, Paloma Young for Anne Juliet, and Donna Zakowska for New York, New York. And while I love the costumes for New York, New York. And I think they're amazing. And while I really love the costumes for Some Like It Hot and Greg Barnes did a friggin' incredible job. Paloma Young, hello, and Juliet. If you have not seen Anne Juliet, go look at pictures. Go look at pictures. The first thing I said to my dad, I turned to him and I was like at intermission, not even at intermission. I think it was like after the first number, I was like, we're looking at Elizabethan outlines, but with modern 
like a, a modern style on a modern twist. You're looking at modern stuff, but keeping those period like shapes and you're yep. seeing all of the pieces of it, but without like making it look too, too period, um, which is like how the show is done, right? So it's like this very modernized version of this like old traditional play. And so, um, yeah, I think that it was just done so incredibly well. Again, we'll riot if that doesn't win because if people don't understand how incredible that was that they're they're wrong they're wrong no I think that's I think that's a fair assessment because I've only seen New York New York and they did do an incredible job but I have seen the costumes for Angela yet and I think you're 100% right I think that was incredibly done so it is just unfair for anyone to have been put up against Anne's Juliet because <laughs> that was just done so well. You can't, yeah. it's very difficult to compete with that because of the way that it was put together. And it was just, ugh, was I want, neat, I want to wear like, all those costumes. Very detailed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was done so well, so well. Yeah. So yes. well. Um, best lighting design of a play, Neil Alston for Leopoldstadt. Natasha Shivers for Prima Fashion, uh, John Clark for Doll's House, Bradley King for Fat Ham, Tim Lutkin, Life of Pie, Jen Schreiber for Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman, and Ben Stan for A Christmas Carol. I've I've seen three of these, four of these. I've seen about half of them. And lighting-wise, I would say, I mean, of course, Fat Ham had a ton of lighting, and we heard a uh, discussion, we discussed this last week about a Doll's House lighting and how pointed it was and how like on purpose it was and then Leah pushed out but Arthur Miller's stuff for the salesman I really like the way Jim Shriver did it because I felt like the lighting in that play caught you off guard and changed the mood at the drop of a pen like I Absolutely. really really and it's not just because I'm obsessed with that show and the people in it but I really do think that that was probably the one that did the most for me lighting wise yeah it's um it really contributed to the mood um I think that that for a doll's house as well um so I'm interested to see again only saw like half of these so it'll be interesting to see to see where it goes but yeah I think I mean I do I did think a doll's house was really well done I just think it was a little more subtle which is you yeah. know also more beautiful in its own way and it's like the fact that you can still build up those emotions with the subtlety but I I just really liked the intensity behind the death of the salesman yeah lighting best lighting design of a musical Ken Billington for New York New York Lap Chi Chu for Lerner and Lowe's Camelot Heather Gilbert for Parade Howard Hudson for Anne Juliet Natasha Katz for Some Like It Hot and Natasha Katz for Sweeney Todd and okay, having not seen Sweeney Todd, but knowing what the lighting is probably like for Sweeney Todd, like good on Natasha Katz because some like it hot lighting is nothing like what it would be for Sweeney Todd. And so I yeah, kind of sure. love, I love that like juxtaposition, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen a few of these. New York, New York lighting was done well. Um, and Juliet, I think their lighting was really, really good. 
our parade lighting is great. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I just I haven't mean, I've seen only Sweeney seen... Todd or Camelot. Sure. I've only seen the one, New York, New York. And um, it was it was well done, don't get me wrong, but it didn't blow me away, I feel like. So I feel like it's not the one that's going to take it for the Tony. Um, I do agree with what you're saying about like the Sweeney Todd lighting is probably something to see. <laughs> but yeah. again, I haven't seen it. Um, so while I absolutely love New York, New York and think it should have Tonys for other reasons, I don't know that this is the one I would give it to Tony for. Yeah. And I will real quick just shout out for New York, New York that Anna Uzeli was jipped for not being absolutely. On the- I wasn't sure when I was going to mention that if I was going to like wait till the end, but it was well, I- on my agenda for this episode. I did want to mention it like when we were talking about who was nominated because I don't want to discount mm-hmm. the people that were nominated because they're all right. amazing. But um, Anna Uzeli is incredible um, as a performer, as a human. And um, yeah, the fact that she wasn't nominated is kind of mind blowing to me. Yeah. Like, and this is the second show we've both seen her in, right? You saw her in six also, right? Yes. Okay. And so like, just to see her in these two different roles, which I know that they're similar enough, they're both musicals, but like the attitude and personality was very different for these like roles. And she just, yep. I mean, she really nailed both of them. She was, I saw her as Catherine Parr and I thought like there was not a better Catherine Parr in my opinion, <laughs> because I thought she did so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gold and star really for was. Catherine Parr. I mean, Anna Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway um best sound design of a play jonathan deans and taylor williams for ain't no mo carolyn downing for life of pie joshua d reed a christmas carol ben and max ringham for a doll's house and ben and max ringham for prima fashi um again there's a few i haven't seen but i really think ain't no mo deserves the tony on this one i agree because i was gonna say we talked about the sound design on a doll's house and what what we don't know may or may not fit into sound design like award consideration <laughs> but like we are not we sound designers or engineers we yeah. are just and speaking so like, on our own random opinions right so we appreciated the sound design for a doll's house and i do think it did really good job that's the only other one i've seen but i agree ain't no more i mean they had the like when they had the over overhead talking i cannot even think of like like over the speaker stuff when they had oh yeah like like it's just everything everything was very there for a reason like yeah whether it was sound whether it's movement whether it was you know the lines like and i think i definitely agree sound design for ain't no more is probably what i'd go with i think it all um transitioned very well and everything worked really well so yeah that that's what I'm going with um again yeah. having not seen Life of Pi or Christmas Carol or Prima Fasci um so I hope we'll it wins it all of these awards and people feel really bad about ending it early that's where I am I agree <laughs> I agree best sound design of a musical Kai Harada for New York New York John Shivers for Shucked Scott Lurer and Alex Newman for Into the Woods Garrett Owen for Anne Juliet and Nevin Steinberg for Sweeney Todd. 
Um, yeah, uh, I think New York, New York did an incredible job with this because not only are we seeing and like, yeah. Okay. So in the show, if you haven't seen it, like there are instruments are played on the stage and a lot of them. I saw it. I saw it early in previews, but I felt like it was really well put together. I think it was maybe their third preview when I saw it. It was really well put together for being so early in previews. It I could sort of tell. I don't know if everyone could tell, but it's I'm very analytical and perceptive and I watch very closely to things. Um, I could sort of tell in some of the moments when like he wasn't playing an instrument versus when he was playing an instrument for real. Um, but it wasn't because of the sound. Yeah, it all sounded beautiful, and it all like matched really well. And so that's one of the things that's really interesting as he's going back and forth between like playing real instruments. And so there were a couple of moments where my dad and I were looking at each other and we were talking about it afterwards. Like, I wonder how many of those he was really playing, and how many of those he wasn't because there were definitely a couple moments where we were like okay well he's clearly not playing the piano right now and we know that but there were other moments where we're like oh no he is playing the piano right now you know and so it's like and and I understand that you have to do that for you know how how things go in the scene and all of that kind of stuff. there's like things that you don't want to have to focus on and you know I've I've done plenty of shows where you need to like fake playing instruments and stuff but yeah I think they did like just an incredible job of like melding all of those moments together yeah. and making it all feel really seamless and it all yeah. feel like whether it whether it all feels like it's coming from the stage or it all feels like it's coming from the orchestra or if those are both the same thing however you feel about that that like that I think they did a really good job with that so I, I'm voting for New York New York 100% agree and like I like I said I love Shucked I love the music I love the sound they did a great job but New York New York it blew me away and I agree for the same reason this is one thing I do actually know what I'm talking about unlike everything else I've said um <laughs> I played in bands and orchestras for 12 years and I was a music education major for a bit so I've learned almost every instrument and so it was really interesting I was also very very clearly looking <laughs> to see if he was actually playing them or not every time and the sound never wavered regardless and I thought that that was really incredibly done and it, I mean, I'm sure it took away from the show for me because I would stop focusing on the show because I was focusing on the music instruments. So like, you know, take that for what you will. But again, I think it like, it never was something that I was like, mm, yep, you can tell that doesn't line up or yeah, you can tell that that wasn't like quite right. Or because the sound's coming from this direction, it sounds weird. Like I never felt like that through the whole show. I, I thought the entire thing was done really well. So yep. I agree. Best direction of a play. Sahim Ali, Fat Ham, Giovanni, Cost of Living, Jamie Lloyd, A Doll's House, Patrick Marber, Leopold Stadt, Stevie Walker Webb, Ain't No Mo, Max Weber, Life of Pi. So I've seen half of these, a little over half. And uh, while they were all, all the ones I saw were incredible. And do not get me wrong, I loved them all. Probably give this to Jamie Lloyd for a doll's house because that was just that was just direction in mind. Like I feel like that like that was the base of the play. Had they 
chosen different directions to go, had they made different choices, the play would not have hit the same. And I know that Jessica Chastain had a lot of input when it came to a lot of decisions. So like not to take away from her, but the direction of this play, I felt like was what built this play and made it what it was. So that would would be my personal choice. I agree. I think that it was, again, like so much, like the actors did such a good job with that. Um, But really to bring that all together, you really have to have a good director. You can have a bunch of really good Mm -hmm. actors and come up with kind of a mediocre show if you don't have a good director. And so, um, yeah, Jamie Lloyd really knocked it out of the park. And I know that it sort of got some mixed reviews and we kind of talked about that already. Um, But it, uh, yeah, I think she just did an incredible, an incredible job. And so, yeah, I all the way I think she should get that Tony absolutely no question yep best direction of musical Michael Arden for Parade Lear de Lear de Besonette for Into the Woods Casey Nicola for Some Like It Hot Jack O'Brien for Shucked and Jessica Stone for Kimberly Akimbo this is kind of a hard one because I think that <laughs> these were all really well directed. And you know how I always have opinions on the direction of shows I know. when I go see them. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm very partial to Parade having worked on it, have, you know, knowing the people, um, knowing how hard they've worked and just watching it grow. Oh my God, what an incredible group of people and an incredible show. Um, so Michael Arden, wow. But also like for Into the Woods, you know, I I love a concert version more than a fully staged version sometimes, depending on how it's staged. And I think that Into the Woods did a very perfect like in between of like not having a full set, having the full band, uh, the full orchestra on stage going in and out um, and utilizing the space that they had and really telling a great story without having, you know, all of those set pieces. Uh, and so I think that that was directed uh, really, really well too. And like, I mean, some like at hot and Kimberly Kimbo were both done incredibly well also, but I would probably put it between parade and into the woods myself. So I haven't seen those, but I think that, uh, I think Shucked was really well done too. And I don't think that makes it any easier because I definitely feel like it deserves the nominee as well. And I I might like give it to Shucked. I thought it was just, it was a really well done performance for a show that I really felt subpar about before I went and saw it. So I think it just blew me away and caught me off guard. And so like, I was, I was really impressed with it. Um, I think so. I think it'll be one to watch. I think this category is going to be one to watch because I think so. that, they're all so incredible. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it might would go to like into the woods because I did hear so many incredible things about it, even though I haven't seen it. But I think Shark it, has a real good chance too. It was a it was very well done. Yeah. Uh, best choreography: Stephen Hoggett, Sweeney Todd, Casey Nicolaus, Some Like It Hot, Susan Stroman, New York, New York. Jennifer Weber and Juliet, and Jennifer Weber K-pop. I've only seen New York, New York, but it was incredible. <laughs> I am not surprised at all that uh, Susan Stroman is nominated here. 
And just that being the only one I've seen, I would absolutely give it to her. Like, I think she definitely deserves it. But also, I haven't seen the other, so I don't know how it, you know, pairs with everything else. I will throw out just briefly that Susan Stroman directed and choreographed New York, New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's even more impressive to me. But is Um, that not the same for Casey Nicolau? For Some Like It Hot? Uh, Oh, it is the same for Mm -hmm. Casey Nicolau and Some Like It Hot. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I knew about the New York, New York one ahead of time because I applied for that observership. Mm-hmm, right with susan Stroman. anyway um <laughs> not just for, not just for that one but she was on there as like a as the director choreographer so i knew like way way ahead of time before they even really announced the show um that she was doing that so it was like very stuck in my mind so yeah casey nicola did an incredible job and i i mean looking at these shows and again haven't seen Sweeney Todd we weren't able to see K-pop I thought the Anne Juliet choreography was great the New York New York choreography was amazing but really Some Like It Hot takes the cake and you will understand when you see it if you have seen it you will understand oh it's just so well done the dancing is so good they have amazing dancers there's some tap numbers and i love a good tap number um there's these big company numbers there's this whole thing with like moving furniture and doors and all of this stuff like it's just so well done and it's so interesting because i saw it in workshop when they had first done it and they had not completed that number and, you know, they didn't have the full costumes. They didn't have all of that. And so it was very interesting to see that from, from one to the other. But then, you know, one of the big things in seeing it, the full production was seeing the full dance, you know, the full chore- choreography that was done for that. And it was just, oh, it's just so mm-hmm. well done. They have so many incredible dancers. The men, um, their, their male ensemble is incredible and they have like people in the show that aren't big dancers and that's all they, they added a line there's a line in the show from one of the guys who goes oh i just have to stop and say really quick you're all a bunch of incredible dancers <laughs> the dances like it's just and i know that's like you patting yourself on the back or whatever right you're doing sure. it in your own show but like no it really works because the dancing is that incredible in that show. And so I think if the choreography doesn't go to that show, it's really, it's gypped. They're gypped. I think. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's well, incredible. It's fair. I'll watch it one day. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, best orchestrations. Bill Sherman and Dominic Falacaro for Anne Juliet. John Clancy for Kimberly Akimbo, Jason Howland for Shucked, Charlie Rosen and Brian Carter for Some Like It Hot, and Daryl Waters and Sam Davis for New York, New York. I am hardcore team New York, New York for this one. I I did not see all of these. Shucked did incredible. Kimberly Akimbo did incredible. But I'm I'm for New York, New York with this one with the diversity they had in that orchestration like different instruments than you see everywhere else and like 
So good. And so I know you haven't seen the movie, uh, but New York, New York is Candor and Ebb music. And so there's a reason why it wasn't nominated for like music because right. there wasn't enough new music. Although thank yeah. you, Lynn manuel I mean. Miranda for the, for the additions and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough new music, but so the, what they did with the orchestrations of that music and bringing it to the stage and the weight of it and the growth yeah, they, I think they just did an incredible job. And it was one of the things that, again, walked out of the theater thinking like, wow, the orchestrations were done really well for this. And so, yeah, I think that it should absolutely go to New York, New York. Um, 100%. As incredible as everybody else did. Sure, um, yeah. That I just think that New York, New York really stands out. I agree. Yeah. Best play, Ain't No Mo, Between Riverside and Crazy cost of living fat hand and leah pulshat and i didn't see between Riverside and crazy or cost of living but they were nominated quite a bit and i wish i had seen them um yeah. because i do wish i knew i don't well know. between riverside and crazy i think was only 10 weeks yeah it was so fast that was that second stage i don't um, know i don't even know when cost of living was here i did know between riverside and crazy because right before right before white girl in danger like the one right before that it was i remember when it was there vaguely before no it's at the one where um thanksgiving play is it's yeah it was at the other stage but i think it was like yeah i I think it was the one before that and and so cost of living was before piano lesson but they they're not at the same theater but it was like the time frame it was very Mm -hmm. early on in the season last year I just remember because it's like across the street from six and so I remember it being there and then it was like there was nothing there for a while um anyway tangent yeah I mean best play I I might go with Leopold Shat but like the ones I saw, all of them were really well done. I think I would be split between that one and Ain't No Mall. Nothing yeah. against Fat Ham. It was also incredible. But I would probably go with one of those. I, in my heart of hearts, want to say Ain't No Mall. But me knowing also how, like, awards shows tend to go, right. I think that, like, while I want Ain't No Mo to be the one that wins, <laughs> I think Leopold Stout will be the one that wins. I agree that's which I think it's totally deserving of yeah totally deserving of but yeah it's sort of like I think that ain't no more sort of hits on something a little bit harder a little bit more raw that we see less of Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't like to compare them because they're two very different experiences they're two very different you know underrepresented groups um, very important so I, experiences. I very important shows. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to put them against each other. Um, but, you know, here we are. But I definitely think that Ain't No Mo did an incredible job of that balance between the humor and and the hurt, that hit that it gives you. Um, and Leopold Stat did a really good job of that as well. But I think 
we saw greater, we saw like a greater span of it for Ain't No Mo. I agree. I think it had more intense and more roller yeah. coaster moments. It hit high and then it hit low and then it went back high. And Leopold Shot was more of like a a steady, a steady decline, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, well, so I think both would be deserving, but I, I think Leopold Shot is probably going to be the winner, is my guess. I agree. Best musical and Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot. Hello, it's me again. Some Like It Hot. It's gotta I, be Some Like It Hot. I will let you have that for you. I don't know. I don't know if like, you know, Kimberly Akimbo had a ton of original stuff. And then I also love New York, New York. And I I loved the music for a shock. I again pleasantly surprised, caught me off guard. But I don't know that it will win for best musical like as a whole. I think that's gonna be a hard category again. So here's the thing. I can talk about it just real quick. Shucked, I haven't seen, so I'm really sorry I can't talk on that, but I have heard amazing mm-hmm. things about it. So it's great. And Juliet is great. I think that they took a a very new and different look on something that we've seen over and over again. I think they did an amazing job with it. I think it's really fun. I think it hits a little bit more, you know, it hits a little bit of the feminist. It hits a little bit of the, you know, modernization. I think it does a really, really good job. Um, New York, New York, based on a movie made into a musical, done totally differently, hit different, done really, really well. Amazing cast, amazingly put together, beautifully amazing show. Um, nothing, nothing to uh, wrong about that. Kimberly Kimbo loved it. I think it, um, it's very nostalgic for people of our generation. Mm-hmm. I think that it, um, they did a really good job of representing, you know, late nineties, early two thousands high school kids. I think that they did a really good job of adding, you know, all the different pieces of what makes up a real life into one. I think they did a great job of that. And I think it was very entertaining. And so nothing against any of those shows. I think they all did just such an incredible job, but from the get-go, some like it hot, like I cannot say enough about it. And I get that there are some people who don't like it. If you haven't seen it, I urge you to see it because I think that there was a lot of negativity coming towards the show, taking it. There's a modern lens on the original movie that it is anti-trans. And I definitely see where people are coming from with that. But I think what they did with this musical version is they took a comedy movie and they kept all of the funny parts of it. They kept all the really funny, cute, like little bits and brought it and they added modern issues and of the time issues. So like it in the movie doesn't hit on like racism as an issue, but the show does. It takes on the this modern lens where we're sitting now of trans issues um, and LGBTQ issues and that and and people coming out as as non-binary and non-binary actors and we're looking at Jay Harrison Gee and we're we're looking at this and it is taking all of those and still keeping all of the funny quirky bits of the original movie and still keeping it in the time period that it was set in and adding 
these other layers and do it so seamlessly. I don't think people understand how well it's done if you haven't seen it. It's hard. I'm hard pressed to find something that's been done similarly better because there's a lot of things we've seen a ton of shows that have been done in the last, you know, couple of years where we've taken these things that sort of have this like anti-trans or like not pro-trans <laughs> lens on things of like Mrs. Doubtfire and Tootsie and put it, and I didn't see Tootsie, so I can't really speak on that, but like putting them Tootsie. onto the stage and, and not addressing the modern, current, contemporary like issues that we're dealing with in these communities and not and just just ignoring all of that and so um like why are we I did see it a couple of years ago so I don't I mean three or four years ago now so I don't 100% remember but I'm like 95% sure that they did not address any of the current issues like like you're saying that um, is what I've heard about yeah them. And so it's like, why are we doing these shows? Why are we redoing stuff and not making it better? And I, I think that that is something that, because pe people said this about Some Like It Hot, there's already been a musical of Some Like It Hot. There was Sugar. It wasn't good. So they're like, why are people doing it again? Well, yeah, because it wasn't good. Right. And now we're they're taking it and doing a really good job. I think it was done so well. And don't get me wrong, like I am not in the trans community. So if people who are part of the trans community, like have a differing opinion on that, like I'm totally open to hearing that, but from like an ally perspective of what I've seen, like it seems to be a really good, you know, representation of like that realization and all of that. And so, yeah, I talked a lot longer than a minute, but I think some like it hot. <laughs> I, I think Some Like It Hot has to win because I think that it hits so many things that so many other shows don't. And it's not that the other shows that it's up against didn't do that. It's that they weren't set up in the same way that Some Like It Hot was. Yeah. And Some Like It Hot really just like catapulted over all of these barriers that were put up for mm -hmm. it. And so I think it was done really, really well. And I think that really needs to be acknowledged. Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. Like I said, I haven't seen it, so there's no way for me to know. But that sounds like the reason I would pick it to win too. So I will agree with you. Um, Great, I love that. I will see it. It's an open run, isn't it? Yes. No yeah, ending so date. It. But it has announced that it's going to be going on tour. So catch it on tour, y'all. Excellent. We have two more categories left. It's okay. No worries. That, that was a good, that was a good one-off for it, for sure. Especially because we're not covering anytime soon because I haven't seen it. There. Best revival of a play, August Wilson's The Piano Lesson, A Doll's House, The Sign in Cindy Bristine's Window, and Susan Laurie Park's Top Dog Underdog. Those are all best revivals of the plays. So I do not know how to narrow that down. I don't, I, I I don't even see The Sign in Cindy Bristine's Window, but I've heard good things about it. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't even know. Like the piano lesson was so good. Talk to our dog. Oh, my first preview we saw. It. First preview. It was like so perfect. Yeah. I, uh, and 
I read that in college, Top Dog Underdog. Uh, and I, no I loved it then. I loved it in college. Read it. She'd like Suzanne Laurie Parks like updated it and like add changed some things and did some things. And so it's like I sort of knew it had been a long time since I had read it. I read it in my undergrad. So I probably read it in like 2014, right? It's been, you know, eight years or whatever. Yeah. And she made some I, changes I and she did some things. It. Yeah, it it's so it's so good if you pay attention. So much is happening mm-hmm. that's not in the lines, but is in the lines. And you don't know what they're saying that's true and what's not true. And it's it's so hard to do that well. And she does it so well. And I mean, but the two guys were incredible in it as well. Like, my God, they were like, I, I couldn't like. It was one of those that kind of like it draws you in, and you are like, what's going to happen next? And then you're excited, and then devastated, and then it's like, okay, and then it's like, maybe not. Like, you have a lot. I had a lot of feelings throughout that whole play, just because of how well it was done. We've talked to Doll's House to death, of course. So, so well done. Um, I oh yeah, goodness. I've heard. A- incredible things about Sydney Brewstein's window Me too. Uh, the, the piano lesson was amazing yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. that's another one so that should have been up for one. direction I agree Samuel Jackson's wife directed it Correct. and she did an insane job like so good Latanya Richardson Jackson. Latanya Richardson Jackson. Glad you looked. Beowulf Borat was the set designer. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, you also can't go wrong selecting that play. Yeah. So well done. And last but not least, best revival of musical. Into the Woods. Lerner and Lowe's Camelot. Parade. And Sweeney Todd. And I haven't uh, seen any of them to know. I have not seen Camelot, but I heard it was good. I heard it was very mm-hmm. good. Um, and I heard that it was updated because it I think it can be a little bit dated. So that's good. I think, I think, and I am biased because I just think it's so great. It parade. I think it and I loved Into the Woods, don't get me wrong. I really loved it. Do I think it's best revival of a musical material? No. Do I think it was very entertaining and very well done and and an excellent direction and had an amazing cast? Absolutely. Um, would I give it best revival of musical? No. But the thing about Parade is that it Parade was totally looked at 25 years later in a different way. This version mm-hmm. is not the original version totally redone you know it's not like totally different but like there are certain parts of it that were like really hit on differently and I think that they did an incredible job with that I think it's done really well I think it's still sit you know it had the same original team you know we had Jason Robert Brown come back we had Alfred come back and come and sit and 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 talk through it and work on it and so um and work with the actors and all of that kind of stuff it's just I think it's just done really, really well. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I haven't seen any of these. I'm only familiar with the story for Into the Woods um, and only from the Disney movies. So I don't even have like a good baseline. I got the pop culture version of it. Like, so I feel the, like the movie is good. The movie is actually really good. But like, it's not the only thing. Like, I've never seen it as a play. It's more what I mean. I've only seen it like as a film production. And but the, the movie does a good job with it, actually. Well, that is good to know. And I've, I mean, I've seen, seen Sweeney Todd. I've seen it a million, a million and ten times, but only the film version. I've never seen it again as a play. I hadn't even heard of Parade until it was here. And I also, what's the other one I've already forgotten? Sorry. Top Dog Underdog? Top, no. Nope. Sorry. Camelot. I Camelot. I've too far again. heard of Camelot as a show, but I haven't, I don't know anything about this one. I'm familiar with the story of Camelot, but I don't even know that it's the same like focus as I'm used to from like a story version. So I don't know. I am very excited to see who wins. I'm very excited to try and catch as many of these as I can before they leave. But I defer to you. So if you think Parade's the best, I will agree. Great. Because I think Parade should win. And not just because I have worked on it and it's amazing, but also because it's just amazing. Um, I mean, I've heard really good things. And I've heard really good things about the cast and the direction. Like, I, I've only heard good things about Parade also. So, yeah. you know, I'm not surprised it's nominated. And I would not be surprised if it won. But yeah, so uh, thank you for coming to our 30-minute, hour to hour and a half long Tony's <laughs> <laughs> bonus content you get a little extra bonus content from us because we can't help ourselves so if you're also getting ready to watch the tonys please let us know what you think we are gonna do a little let us know your picks i don't know how that works i'm i'm coming from fantasy football but tony's (laughs) draft picks (laughs) like number them rank them rank your picks and see see if you're right and we'll we'll let you know what we ended up with yeah if you're gonna rank your pick rank it from number one as your top pick down to however many there are so if there's like only three in the category then it's one to three if there's like six it's one to six but number one is your one you think is gonna win and your largest number is one you think is gonna lose Um, and then you add up all the numbers at the end and so whoever has the lowest number wins something. I don't know. We'll like in mini golf. Sure. Yeah. In, in regular yeah. golf too, probably. But I, I just think that's that. also regular. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're excited. We hope you're excited. We hope you get out to see some of these shows. And if you do, let us know. If you want to talk about them, let us know. And um, we will see you in just a few short days for our next episode that I'll never tell you about until it gets here because just in case <laughs> I edit strangely so thanks again I'm Courtney I'm Noelle and we're Unseen Artists bye bye